You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Kevin starts off this hour in Saginaw, Michigan. Hey, Kevin, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Awesome. I just had a quick question. Me and my wife are moving into baby steps four, five, and six. Paid off all of our bills um, just this past March. And um, question about four, five, and six is we're both federal employees. Um, I also have a military pension, spent 25 years in the Army. And we both um, have 5% going to TSP just to get that match. And I was wondering, because um, TSP, we've lost about 10% over the last six or eight months. Um, should we work on paying off the home early um, instead of going up to 15% or or do both, I guess? I'm just afraid if we increase our um, TSP to 15%, that we're just going to keep losing that extra 10 that we're going to throw in. I don't know what you're invested in in the TSP, but the C plan is not down 10% in the last six months. Um, so we have, each of us have 60 in the C and and 40 in S. And that's down 10%. I think you're exaggerating. No, I, I just looked at our balances yesterday, and it's pretty much 10%. Okay. Do you really think that that's going to be that way for the next five years? No. Okay, I don't either. I mean, the market's down yeah. in general, but I didn't. Right. Think it, I'm shocked to hear that that mix is down that far in that period of time. I really am, but um, I, I won't dispute you because I haven't looked at it. But the uh, uh, I know the stock market is down in general, and so, uh, right. but uh, that doesn't keep me from telling people to invest 15 percent of their income because the, that means the shares are on sale. Right, and that's everything I've been reading too. Um, but again, before I pulled the trigger, I just kind of wanted to get some rein reinforcement from. Yeah, I, I would do um, the TSP to the match, and then I would do a couple of Roth IRAs. Um, and if that doesn't get you to the fifteen percent, I'd put a little more in the TSP to get you there. But I would be doing baby step four at fifteen percent of your income going in, and then you know work on getting the house paid off beyond that. Baby steps four, five, six, right? The, the, they work simultaneously, which is um, what we teach there. Um, Again, this economy is weird. In an inflationary economy where there's a labor shortage, we can't get workers in some areas, mm -hmm. um, and, and we're seeing you know people's paychecks um, going up. Oh, wages are up with wages inflation. Wages are way up. Everybody's talking, saying wages aren't keeping up with inflation. Well, yeah, some aren't, but most are. Mm -hmm. And many times, in many cases, wages are causing the inflation mm -hmm. uh, because every loaf of bread you buy had to be. Uh, you know, put on a shelf by someone that's now making $20 an hour, used to make $10 an hour. And uh, guess what? That's built into that cost of loaf of bread. So you want to know why the loaf of bread went up? That's what it was. It wasn't the magic bread fairy that did it. It was the cost of putting the bread on the... Oh, and by the way, the gasoline that or diesel fuel that delivered the bread uh, because the Biden administration's energy policies have driven gas they're responsible for that portion of inflation the rest of it they're getting blamed for but they're not responsible for but either way politics aside arguing about that doesn't matter the the bottom line is is that um in it's very weird in this situation the stock market's down that's right because companies a lot of them are making more than they've ever made mm-hmm 
Yeah, it's just a gloom and doom. There's a black cloud over the market. There is, and then there's a lot of headlines out there, you know, that tend to make people freak out. You know, I saw a couple that popped up last week. Uh, there might be a recession, and then that's gone quiet. And I think what what's important, Dave, I'm glad you bring up this weird economy, is because we do have some artificial things that happen as a result of the pandemic, right? So you had a lot of infusion of cash from the federal government into the marketplace. Unemployment uh, was up and down. Now it's at historic lows. Wages at an all-time high. The, the, the labor market's going to continue to be high probably for the next couple of years, just because there still is this gap uh, for employment. They're looking for companies are fighting other companies, and it's a grand game of musical chairs, if you remember that elementary school game. Uh, But um, what I know, having worked here for almost a decade, from uh, watching the show before I ever became uh, a team member here, uh, watching what we teach, living what we teach, it is the financial peace principles, the baby steps that allow us to be in some ways recession proof. So don't freak out about inflation and recession because what our steps teach, I really believe this, is the discipline and the freedom to be able to pivot when you need to pivot. Recessions are real and so is inflation. However, when we know where we're spending the money and we have some behavior attached to a budget, we don't have to be walking around like Chicken Little. The sky's falling just because we see some negative headlines. Yeah, yeah. But and here's the other thing that goes with this. We're not talking really about Kevin's question at that point. Um, but back to Kevin's question, uh, we do not teach to and have not lived mm-hmm. uh, for decades, uh, three of them so far. Um, to uh, jump in and out of the stock market. That's right. You talk about the roller coaster Based metaphor. Based on what it's down. No yeah. one gets hurt on a roller coaster except those that jump off the mill of the ride. <laughs> That's so, right. Yeah. yeah, the market is down right now. It, it is down. Uh, when will it come back up? I do not know. That's right. I also try not to predict the weather. Um, and uh, those that do predict either one are scary people because uh, they're wrong most of the time and they get to keep their jobs. And it's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> <laughs> That is a good one. But. Anyway, the uh, yeah, that, that's um, the, the thing you want to do is you want to have a long-term mindset with your retirement planning. Yes. So you put money in mutual funds this month when it's down, next month when it's up, next month when it's down, next month when it's up, and you'll look up, and there'll be a million dollars in there. That's right. And you'll be going, well, how did that happen? Yeah. And no blood pressure or indigestion. If you're just, if you got a long-term view, which you teach and we've taught, you don't get all hung up in all this I, stuff. I, I, it's ridiculous how much I don't look at the daily news on it. I just don't even look at it. It's not because I'm scared of it. I just don't care. It doesn't change my decision. Well, at this point, you actually being the model for this whole thing, uh, it doesn't actually matter. No, because I'm not going to make a decision based on what it did today. I want to make a decision what it does over a long period of time, but not over what it did today or what it did in the last three months. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not, that does not drive my decision-making because I believe in the value returns on the stock market over the long haul. Why do I believe in that? Because we've got 70 years with almost a 12% average annual rate of return on the stock market. Look at the S&P 500. It's 11.8% for 70 plus years. Wow. I that's extraordinary. I believe in that, <laughs> you know, and so if it's half of that, it ain't bad, you know, but that's the average so far. Thanks for tuning into Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 